Hello, hello, hello. I hope your week is starting off well. How's it going today? How are you? I see one hey in the comments. If you're on here, say hello. Uh, let us know where you're coming in from. And how's your week going? How's it starting out? Mine's mine's starting out great. I slept good last night. Woke up refreshed this morning, ready to go. So I hope you're hope you're having the same experience. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, hi, John. Let's get to this. Um, using Monday mornings, uh, this broadcast to kind of uh, come in on towards the tail end of, of a teaching and, and kind of following up with this series. And right now we're in the series of uh, restoration. And yesterday's topic was all things. Very broad topic. We started to introduce this last Wednesday and um, trying to navigate where to go with it. And so it, it's been a, an interesting week. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, yesterday, uh, the, the service was was incredible. Again, um, having uh, Bob and Grace in uh, to, to speak and, and share what it is that they, they have to bring about this, what, what God is speaking to them, uh, particularly as therapists, was a lot of fun to to listen to and to be a part of for me. So um, I was very grateful for that. And, and it, there was a lot of good, good stuff that came out of that. So if you haven't watched it, you haven't had a chance to check it out, go back and do that. Uh, you're not going to want to miss what they had to say. It was, it was really good. Um, hi, Lisa. Uh, one of the uh, key things that, that came out of that was, was posture and, and how are you postured to move forward? That seemed to be a big theme yesterday. And so I want to kind of talk about that today and and look at a scripture we, we talked about last Wednesday out of 2 Corinthians 10, and then uh, jump over to Ephesians 6 and, and talk some more there. And uh, another thing that, that was brought up yesterday and, and something I really wanted to kind of look at today is is the free will. Bob talked about, you know, um, God is, is loving and he's great. And he gives us this free will for us to, to choose. And, um, and and we get to choose, you know, freedom. We get to choose partnership with him. We get to choose to, to worship, to posture ourselves uh, in a way to, to, to move forward with what it is that he's doing in our lives, in, in the lives of those people that we share oneness with, and with the church as a whole. And, and even in this time of restoration, there is a, a partnership that can take place. And, and the way I'm looking at, at this partnership is in the posturing that, that we're taking on, uh, how we are, um, like that question you see there, how are you postured to move forward? Uh, I, I think that's a big piece in, in looking at partnership for restoration. Yes. Uh, God can certainly do it all on his own, but uh, what we see when, when you read throughout the Bible is he's always looking to partner with us. He didn't want us, he didn't make little uh, robots that didn't have uh, a will of their own, a mind of their own to make choices. That's not how you were created. And so it, it's fun to be able to say, I get to do this. I don't have to do this. I get to. I want to, I desire to, my passion is to, uh, 
to to seek after the things of the Lord, to to run after uh, what it is that He's showing me, and live fully in who it is that He says I am. So, getting to do, uh, um, getting to be a partner with Him, should excite you. It should it should ignite some some passion in you to to want to dive into intimacy, to want to dive into the scripture, to want to have conversations with the people that you are in union with, that oneness that you share. You should want to to talk about these things. It's it's part of what's going to sharpen you and and bring growth. And and take these things and, and have conversations with Holy Spirit. This should be uh, uh, something that you feel um, not compelled to, but drawn to. Like um, this is this is my passion, and I'm drawn to this. You know, you have those things in your life that that bring you great energy and joy, and you want to go after them. This this is should be one of the same things. Once you get a taste of of what is is possible and what's available to you in this relationship and, and from the kingdom, I promise it will become one of those things that you want to go after every single day. Okay. So that's, that's kind of a long setup. Um, restoration of all things. Well, we're getting there. All right. So I want to read second uh, Corinthians uh, 10 verses three through six. Again, we read this last Wednesday and and talked about this some, but in thinking about uh, partnership and posturing, I I want to, to read these scriptures because I want to help, uh, help you get, get your mind in, in, in the right state where you can, um, where you can run after these things and, and ask the questions about this to Holy spirit, how this pertains to your life what it is that you can can bring out of this into oneness how you can use that to influence the world all right so let's jump into this for although we live in the natural realm we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons using manipulation to achieve our aims this is uh uh, something right up front to kind of grab hold of when we talk about uh, we live in the natural realm. We don't wage war, though, employing any type of uh, natural realm tactics. Right? We're not trying to manipulate people. We're not trying to uh, coerce them in any way. That That's not what happens when you share Jesus. Right there, there is there is no manipulation there, and so uh, we we want to not be thinking natural realm tactics. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. So the the masks that people um, hide behind. And and want to um, keep keep distance 
there the these weapons are are effective at dismantling these things right it it allows the walls to come down and vulnerability to open up to receive that's what that's what it is when we're dealing with with people we're not fighting uh, naturally right so it says we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes god and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. I like this because uh, it says we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God. And one of the biggest deceptive fantasies that opposes God is separation. It is uh, an idea that is formed only in our minds and exists only in our minds that there is somehow separation between us and God. And we have talked extensively about this in the past, but I, I can't help but just can continually bring it up because even in, in um, the deceptive fantasy that says there's separation between you and God, there is a deceptive fantasy that says there's separation or distance between uh, uh, believers. If we're all part of the same body, if we are all members of the body of Christ, there shouldn't be any separation there. And so the separation that we create in our minds, we're, we're powerful enough to manifest that in, in our natural realm and reality. And it, it does, it, it does create what appears to be some separation there. And I really, really would like for you to take that into your time with Holy Spirit and, and evaluate what that looks like. Because this, this deceptive fantasy of separation causes a lot of, of pain and hurt. And it, it, it is really something that we, we should work to eliminate because we are one body. We are supposed to be one body. All right, let's move on. Next part of verse five, this last part of verse five. We capture like prisoners of war, every thought, and insists that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. This is part of the, the, the posturing or the mindset that we need to start taking on as it relates to everything. Uh, and, and so we can, we can apply that to, to restoration of all things, this mindset. We have to capture, like prisoners of war, every single thought. Regardless of how you initially uh, judge that or want to evaluate it, we have to take it captive and insist that it bow in obedience to Jesus. Not just, not just bow, but bow in obedience. There's a distinction there because you want your thoughts to obey Christ. So we need to take every thought captive. Even if you think it's it's a good thought from from God, take it captive and evaluate it. Look at look at its motive. What's the motivation behind that thought? What is it? What is it trying to uh, persuade you to do or or propel you to uh, to do? That's a good motivation. Looking at the motivation of these thoughts is a good uh, litmus test to to try and and figure out. What's the source? 
but it takes a, a, a militancy to, to take something captive. All right. And so you can't be uh, soft with your thoughts and say, Oh, well, you know, I've had that thought before. And that was um, a, a thought I know that came from Holy spirit. Just because it did one time doesn't mean it can't be twisted the next. You know, we, we see the enemy, we see Satan using scripture to twist and twisting it, excuse me, to, to push his own agenda. So don't just think because a thought is uh, sourced from Holy Spirit one time that it isn't, that it's the same the next. Every single time, take the thoughts captive. Don't be soft with them. Be, be militant. You know, taking something captive isn't a, a passive act. It, it's, it's aggressive. It's something you're going to have to, like, really get into. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, th- this isn't something you can just kind of, like, sit back and, and think you're just going to start doing naturally. Be intentional about this. All right. Verse six, since we are armed with such dynamic weaponry, we stand ready to punish any trace of rebellion. As soon as you choose complete obedience. What you are armed with out of the kingdom, it is dynamic. It can be used for a multitude of purposes. And, and you should stand ready to, to punish any trace of rebellion and choose complete obedience. This is complete obedience is an interesting concept that people want to push back against. Uh, we, we see this time and time again that uh, people want to be led. They like to be told what to do because it it, um, it, it pulls out some of the um, pressure to make a decision. But then on th- at, at the same time, they want to push back about being told what to do. And so uh, this is not something that we can do when it comes to what it is God's telling us to do. We should choose complete obedience quickly and completely. Quick and complete obedience. Uh, I, I forget the term that Angie uh, shared with us that Rebecca King uses about obedient is it absolute obedience. Yes. Absolute obedience. Uh, I love that. We, we love that because it, it really gives a description about, um, about obedience, uh, about how uh, quick and complete it should be. All right. I want to uh, continue looking at uh, our posture and jump over to Ephesians six. We're going to read a little bit out of that. Uh, We're going to start in verse 10. And this is more, this is, this is, I know is uh, familiar for a lot of you. uh, And, and you've probably heard this a lot, but when we're, we're reading this, I want you to think about, about part, uh, excuse me, about posture. I want you to think about um, what it is that you're taking on as a posture when it comes to uh, being prepared. 
when it comes to setting yourself up for success in in the partnership in, in that that piece that God is is calling you into. All right, so we'll start in verse ten, uh, Ephesians six. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. That should tell you something right there. And we talked about this earlier, you know, that intimacy that you should be running into. You can be supernaturally infused with strength through that intimacy. And you can stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. That should tell you something about your authority as well. The authority that you carry as a, a son or daughter of God is full of explosive power. When, when you read these things, you got to kind of take in context of, of what does this look like when I'm standing there? You know, you could think of that that superhero power pose when you're... You're, you're thinking about stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. you. You have it there already. That explosive power is already already inside of you. It's already filling you up. Release it. Let it, let it flow through you. Verse 11, put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. You can start to see the connection from what it is that we read earlier being brought into this, right? We don't fight against flesh and blood, right? We fight against uh, principalities and authorities that operate in rebellion. They operate in rebellion. And you have the dynamic weaponry to crush rebellion. It goes on and says, For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you as you confront the slanderer, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. You're destined for uh, abundant life, right? That's that's what Jesus said He came to give you is abundant life. Verse fourteen: Put on the truth. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance, like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies, and take the mighty razor-sharp Sword, spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers.
each piece of that armor listed there is is important. It's it's uh, serves a purpose. Each piece does, and, and what we see is a, a lot of times is people trying to, and this is something that is easy to fall into when we look at that that scripture from Second Corinthians, that to take every thought captive, we want to uh, focus on that helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and and we wind up forgetting the rest of the armor and and so we have warriors running around with a helmet on um but the rest of them's naked like they forgot the rest of the, the clothing to put on so so your thoughts are protected but the rest of you is exposed it, it's it's put on the full armor put it all on Right? If you're going to be postured for battle, you're not going to leave all of your armor. You're not going to leave your, your sword, your weapon back somewhere else, right? That, that's just not the way it works. You, you're going to put on everything. Yeah, it's funny to think about, you know, the warriors running around with just helmets on and nothing else. Like, that. that's just not not what happens, right? So... We're, we're postured, fully armed, fully ready for battle. All right. I, I wanted to be a, I wanted to bring that out because I wanted to make sure that we are are thinking about um, posturing throughout the week. One of the big ways that. Um, this talks about posturing in here. Once you're you're fully clothed and you're, you're you're armed, ready for battle, is is prayer. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all His believers. Right. This is this is one of the ways that you are going to partner with God is is through prayer. And one of the ways that we have. Um, been talking about uh, on Sunday mornings and, and and even throughout the week uh, here recently is is worship right we want to to make sure we are giving a a, a true and authentic worship to him and and for some reason the words are escaping me right now um of what we have actually been calling that um help me out here <laughs> um anyways it, it's it's worship these these are the the things that we are using and um and really uh high praise there it is high praise um uh, thank you that's that's is what we've been talking about when it comes to worship is our high praise and when you you couple that with prayer and and what we are are moving into uh, with uh, our people in Topeka, where where uh, Pepper and Virginia are are taking um, times of prayer and and they're calling it the prayer furnace because uh, this is an intense inferno of prayer that is taking place that is that is making things happen in the spirit. They are they are taking the action there, and so we're seeing the high praise here uh, in Junction City, and, and coupling that with the prayer that we're seeing 
in Topeka and, and taking the fight to the enemy. But we can't do that half, half armed, half clothed for battle. Right. So, so posture yourself properly, get prepared, get fully armed, put on your full armor, like it says, and just dive into intimacy. Right. I I know that that kind of seems like um, two different thoughts there of, of being armed for battle and then diving into intimacy, but um, you can't look at it in, from a natural perspective here. You have to take on a kingdom perspective. So, so get into that time with Holy Spirit this week. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. Every single day, dive into intimacy. Go deeper. Go deeper still. All right. Have a great week. Um, I look forward to to hearing from you uh, what comes out of those your your time of intimacy what the, what comes out of that so be sure to come back drop in the comments uh, uh, what's what's been manifesting for you what what are you seeing what are you seeing uh, from the spirit that is is coming into the natural we love these stories we love to 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 hear testimony about what God is doing in your life. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to catch up, Emery. All right. It's good to see you on, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, love you all. Have a great week.